Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is day 28 of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We began this season by hearing the truth about our sin and the limits of our own powers, our mortality. But we also hear the clear promise of God's steadfast love and abiding love for us, the amazing grace of God that has saved us in Jesus Christ our Lord, a resurrection. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. A reading from John chapter 11. This morning we read verses 38 to 44. Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said, Lord, already there is a stench, because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you? that if you believed, you would see the glory of God. So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. In many places in the Bible, we hear figures of speech being used to communicate the spiritual truth that can only be seen by faith. For example, We often hear how Jesus, by his death and resurrection, broke the chains and the bands that bind us and now set us free from the power of death. In our minds, we can picture the figures of that image 
but we also know that our freedom is something unseen, something spiritual, something within, something heavenly. Until we see Lazarus standing at the entrance of the tomb, wrapped head to toe in his burial clothes, and hear Jesus say, Unbind him and let him go. Suddenly, this heavenly figure of speech is embodied before us. God triumphs over death, not just in a figurative way or a spiritual way, not just in a manner of speaking, but by the power of God's own creative and life-giving word that makes happen that thing that God has declared. God's word has taken flesh and dwells among it, and we have seen God's glory. We are used to working from earthly things to heavenly things, from the fleshly to the spiritual. But in Christ Jesus, we witness God working in the other direction. The spiritual takes flesh and dwells among us. The promise of the resurrection on the last day becomes Christ is risen, is risen indeed, becomes we have seen the Lord. Lazarus is removed from his grave clothes, returned to the company of his loving sisters and friends. Tears are wiped away. God is glorified. Yet all of this is but a taste of what God will yet do through our Lord Jesus. By his death, Jesus takes away our sin. It is left in the grave. And by his resurrection, we are now declared right with God, given peace and new life. What happened to Jesus in the flesh is the promise of what God will do for us in the flesh. One day our tombs will be opened and we will be set free of our grave clothes and our mortal bodies will put on immortality. We will follow Jesus from death to life. For us, this begins in our baptism. Our baptism is for us our Lazarus moment, the moment when we emerge from the grave. And from that point, we begin to live, truly live, And I think this says something then, of course, about how we live now, how we abide in Christ and Christ abides in us through the Holy Spirit. In Christ, heaven has come to earth and in our baptism, our earth has been joined to God's heaven so that we live a life now, like Paul says, to the glory of God. How do we do that? By following Jesus, by abiding with Christ in prayer, in worship, by participation in the body and in the sacraments, by the reading of scripture together and asking questions for a deeper understanding to undergird our actions by serving others, by learning to love as Jesus loved, by by waiting patiently, by grieving fully, by rejoicing in all the abundant goodness God daily provides by starting each new day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, who has brought heaven to earth to enfold you in God's steadfast love and give you a permanent place forever in God's household. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, 
the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebearers, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. The tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high, shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. For the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for the church in Jesus, of Jesus Christ in every land. For what else do we ask our Lord? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin in all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for the gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water in the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the fountain of your living grace and raise us with Christ to live in newness of life. For you are merciful, and you love your whole creation, and with all of your creatures we give you glory. 
through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and forgives us all of our sins, strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Keep us in eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.